Welcome to episode five of the How Change Changes You podcast. How is everyone? I hope you're well listening to this, wherever that may be. Um, I'm really excited to bring you this episode specifically because I'm going to be talking to somebody who partly inspired this whole concept around change. Harvey Trent, who I'm going to be speaking to, um, was born in the UK. He grew up for most of his life in South Africa and recently returned back to the UK. And I met Harvey when he popped into my friend's bakery uh, in Whitley Bay for a coffee. Um, We got chatting and our conversation quickly turned to quite a deep one all about change. And it was actually Harvey who shared with me this phrase of change changes you. And I just remember being so hit by its simplicity, but also its power. So that really bore the name of this podcast and was partly why I wanted to bring um, stories of change to you lovely people. So I later invited Harvey um, onto the podcast and he very kindly accepted. Um, So I'm really excited to bring you this conversation. Um, He's the founder of a strategic marketing and growth company called The Pulse Rooms. Um, And in our conversation, he talks about an epiphany he had about change, following a few personal and professional changes that he himself experienced. That really led him to view change in a whole new light. And he shares that, you know, we can be beware of change right like it's a scary thing beware or we can be aware of change and its potential and all of the growth opportunities that come as part of change which is just a beautiful perspective shift so Harvey also goes on to share that he really thought about creating some kind of handbook for his children his now teenage children to really help prepare them to navigate change more positively, empowering them to see its benefits rather than its scary unknowns. So really in this conversation, we we actually cover quite a lot of ground, but we talk about the key ingredients in practicing viewing change in a more empowering way, from personal development and growth to relationships, to creativity, um, business uh, and everything in between. So Harvey really powerfully um, says something, and I'm going to create a quote from this because it was so profound. Um, He said, change can come at you and affect you, or you can affect change. I mean, that's pretty powerful, right? And this is the kind of powerful shift in perspective that can really be a game changer um, in, in really viewing things that are changing in your personal professional life in a more positive way to help you meet it and get the most out of it. So with that, I will stop bubbling and I will let you enjoy this very profound conversation. Hi Harvey, thank you so much for joining me uh, on my podcast. I've been super, super excited to invite you on because uh, it was our conversation we had um, before Christmas 
um, that inspired this whole podcast. <laughs> so thank you for the, co- the co-creation. It was lovely, you know, meeting you for the first time. And instantly we got into a deep conversation about change, which was something that was really close to my heart, which is amazing. And what you've done now and taking it forward to podcasts and expressing is awesome. Mm. So really a topic that's close to my heart as well. Absolutely. Oh, well, I'm so pleased. Before we get into our conversation of change, Harvey, I would love for you to share with people listening or watching, um, sure. just to tell people a little bit about yourself, what you do, a bit about your background. Yeah, sure. Well, originally from the UK and then lived most of my day in South Africa and um, recently come back through to UK and set up businesses here. And I'm daily involved in the creative space and um, growing businesses. Uh, I have a small medium enterprise which grows businesses. And again, it's also preparation for change in business. So it also comes into business. Mm-hmm. And um, very inspired to look at the creative side of how businesses can grow. That's fundamentally what we do. We deal with a lot of tech and we deal with um, creative art and design as well. And, and touching specifically in the marketing space so that we look at it from a marketing growth perspective. Yeah. And that is inspiring. And there's lots of changes, different industries, different companies, different people. At the end of the day, it's almost we're managing people with their journey. Mm. Um, really inspired and, and see lots of that. And I share the change principle with them all the time. You know, beware, there's change coming and that's called growth. And are you ready for it? So is yeah. other having seeing Perfect. how change the business even. So, yeah, that's that's my day. Mm. And uh, very exciting. Yeah. No, and. That comes across as you explain that, right? You obviously love what you do uh, and it's part of who you are. And I know when we first spoke, um, you know, that was evident too, right? And so it's that like energy attracts like energy, people who are passionate about what they do. Um, That makes total sense. So thank you for sharing that uh, with us. So change, you know, Mm. you you kind of um, very much pose the point that change changes you. And, you know, they're planted the seed um, in, oh my God, that's so (laughs) simple yet so powerful. You mentioned before a little bit about your kind of epiphany moment that Mm. you Mm. had had around change. Do you want to maybe speak to that? Yeah, sure. It was it was change that happened in my life, or I was seeing change on so many different variables. I was seeing it in in business, in in my own personal space in business. I was seeing it then once I was married and saw the change that happened into marriage. I then saw it through with children, having you know birth of our children, and then also seeing them as they're getting older. And and it suddenly dawned on me that I really need to share what is coming. And the only thing that I could really sum it up to was there's going to be change coming so be aware change will change you and it was that simple that I even went oh wow that's right there's going to be change coming Mm. and it can be positive or negative it can be physical it can be mental it could be familial it could be relational Mm. but just be aware something (laughs) something's on the horizon it's going to change and you might not be what you were before Mm. or the person you're with might not be the same as they were or the instance might be different, like your business has grown out of control to mm. a positive, you know. So I think the inspiration that came from myself was just having seen these changes. My kids getting to the point where now Michael is 22 and my daughter Gemma is 19. And I really want to just give them a little handbook and say, by the way, be aware, change will change you. Here's a few instances in people's lives where these changes have happened. And then I thought, well, the best way to do that is to speak to as many people as I can and say, what was the biggest change in your day? And so that you hear these instances. And again, I heard so many repetitions of things that people have said, 
and from a positive negative and I'll share um, a, a relational which is when I met you you were so different wow you've changed so there's a, a statement that came out and I thought of course well you're not expecting that <laughs> or you know you you moved your positions from a, a senior manager to CEO of the company and then people are saying wow you've changed so much well the role determines change and I have to if I'm embracing that which is positive Mm. But then it might have had other impacts and consequences. Mm. And if you're prepared for those things, I think you might look at it differently entering it. Mm. So, and then also it might not shock your system if change does happen. And then, so I think it was more inspired inspired about really wanting to share it with my with my youngster and mm. uh, give them a little bit advantage of what could be ahead of them. And yeah. uh, and yet I'm still experiencing as we go. So it's really, a, it, it'll be an endless book and an endless story. And, uh, and what you're doing now is you really are getting people to share what really changed them. Mm. It could help with a, with a partnership with whichever partner you have, can help share with them. So it's really, I think a little, a, a small instance of a group of examples will really make someone think about that mm. change will change you. Um, yeah. you know, yeah. And uh, maybe you can, react to it differently in prep for these to happen um, yeah I, no, I, I love that perspective because it, and it is just that because the main themes that I have picked up through what you shared is that one preparedness of actually it's an inevitable happening like you are going to change things are going to change mm-hmm. and and I think societally it doesn't really get discussed it's almost like when you're growing up there's a lot of change but then there's almost like this I'll be happy when you know that you'll hit a point when you figure it all out and then you'll be like oh but then I only just realized recently when we do that it's like that's flatlining (laughs) i.e that's death to self um (laughs) you need to have the the ups and downs because we are designed to evolve not revolve Mm -hmm. um so it's kind of that evolution those changes can come at you or you can make that positive change self. You said something very interesting to me in our first discussion. You said you, you don't know when you've put a ladder against the, the uh, wrong wall and you've gone up the wrong wall mm. when you only see that when you get to the top because you didn't know what it was, but then you make a change. Yeah. Again, that was coming, even though you thought you were on a trajectory mm. to something which was an ultimate point for you, yet it required change. So, if you knew that, you'll now always consider asking yourself a question as you're taking step by step up the ladder mm. to think there could be a change process at the end of this. Um, mm. so, yeah, I love that. I, I think that when you shared that analogy with you, it was just so real because I think mm. those changes do come possibly in midlife, in, uh, you know, in your end life, in the beginning of youngsters changing their careers from studying something to changing something else and they feel there's a, a crisis around that or consequence. Yeah. But I think inevitably, if it's taken with a more positive outlook to these, you could you could minimize the negative impact of consequence if you were just considering it prior to that. Yeah. And I think that would really help the mm. change that you do experience if I just knew a little bit about that beforehand. Yeah, no, I love that so much. And as you were talking, I thought to myself, you know, that whole ladder analogy of, of you climb, you invest time, energy, finances, whatever that is, by climbing that ladder and it, it could be weeks months years decades yes. and I think again societally it's almost like oh well and I can I can think of this relationally I can think of this career-wise of you almost talk yourself out of changing because you're like well I've invested so much time so I might as well just keep going 
even mm-hmm. though there's a part of you that knows that it's no longer right for you. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, and I think if the other, the other side of this is, is looking at it twofold, change can come at you and affect you, or you can affect change. So mm. if you've seen something in someone's day that happened and it, it changed their lives, mm. you might affect that change sooner. So it, it preempts you. Mm. So when you're understanding change, mm. then I think you'll understand what to do with it. If you yeah. do, like you say, you could have gone those steps halfway up the ladder and realized, hang on a second, mm. if I just look at this, that there will be a change at the end of the ladder because I will be, for argument's sake, a senior position or something changes. And then I'm going to be required to entertain certain roles or impact certain people. Mm. Um, then I might want to consider that change earlier. Mm. So it's a great preemptive understanding change. Mm. Um, having experiential where others have experienced it, you can re- reflect on that and look at that. Mm. And then also understanding where you've just gone through your changes. <laughs> you might just want to have to take a look back and just see how you have changed. Because mm. if you know that well, you can share that with partners, with business partners, your relational partners, family, and they'll understand you better. So it, it really, I just think that understanding change helps you with a, a lot around you as you're moving forward, because we all inspire to aspire. Mm. But then if you do that, you will definitely come across change points. Yeah. Um, and I think the, the, the ease of it is just to say, well, let's just understand what it is in this change and yeah. ask and see and look around yeah. and all around you. It's wonderful. Mm. Yeah. It, it is. It's something to be celebrated. You know, yeah. something that came up for me when you were saying that was reflection points. And I mm. don't think, you know, certainly when you're climbing that ladder, right, sometimes you can be so focused on the future state. I'm, I'm heading there. I'm heading there. I'm heading there we're so future focused that we forget to just be present yeah. and reflect back over how, look how far I've come Absolutely. and then kind of almost take that time for yourself to kind of go, okay, what have I achieved? What am I happy about? What am I not so happy about? Is this still the right ladder? Is this still the right path? Yeah. And I think for me speaking personally, I I think I lost my sense of self at some point because I was so immersed in the doing and the the chase of the destination that right. I lacked the ability to be present and reflective. Right. Um, and I think that's kind of that key, isn't it, to what you're talking about? Yeah, and I, and I think that change journey is is often we sit in mindsets that are rigid and if, if a change point comes, it doesn't matter. You can circulate around that and still get back on the journey and the path again. doesn't mean that the change will be totally disruptive. Whereas a lot of, you know, I know from even just input from when I was younger, um, family input is that you don't want to change your career. You want to consider traveling the full journey and, you know, acquiring the golden watches, the 30 years. Yeah. And, and today what's happening now, um, there's a, there's a shorter term of, of, it's not loyalty as such because you're loyal to your, your you know, your business, mm. but you might have a shorter duration and, and organizations feel it could be a positive to have shorter duration and turnover to get more yes. excitement in business. It's yes. not necessarily, that's a massive change. So our parents are still talking about, or our grandparents yeah. and parents are talking about mm. what that means as a mindset shifted mm. into yours. Now you've got to change that because you've had so much input from family. So that's why your change could also possibly, you know, negatively push against family. So if they understand mm. that change aspect in your day relative to the day, 
there could also be some positive outcomes there as well. Yeah. No, I love that as an example, because Mm. it's funny, you know, a lot of people that I coach, it is around limiting beliefs. And, you know, a limiting belief is only a thought that you consider to be true, that you think over and over and over again until you, it forms a belief. And, you know, specifically, you know, you brought up a memory for me when I um, came back from my year out travel and I, I worked within a marketing role again and I knew my it's almost like my instinct was so sharpened because of the year out I'd had that it's almost my intuition was telling me right this is not in alignment for you you need to you need to change you need to move mm-hmm. and I actually took the decision to leave a job without any other job to go to because I just wanted to create the space to reflect and to kind of navigate my next step and I remember uh, both my dad and my sister both saying to me are you mad um you can't get or no that's right it's harder to get another job if you don't already have one yes is what they told me and I remember thinking is that true or is that just a belief that just gets passed down from generation to generation but the essence of it it's limiting it comes from a place of lack and fear as opposed to a place of possibility and abundance absolutely absolutely and and that's the rigidity of the traditional outlook um having that traditional outlook having because it was their experience then it's passed on and hence why we get mindsets from others which which we should be forming our own and then if we open enough our own mindsets are challenged just by the fact that there will be a change point in front of you as soon as there's a change point in front of we know mindset can only be shifted by a change point mm. and either change mind or something changes it for you yeah oh my and, god absolutely yeah for someone who's at the mature stage of their life and they, they feel like a change of course it's great mm. um and i'd really like to see it just really get turn on its head that the change is not this negative word at all it really yeah I, I, that's that's this whole mission right is to actually see change as this powerful place of possibility because if you think about all of the many variables that you just simply don't know that are out there that you could connect with, you don't know what's going to happen. So I, I talk a lot about kind of perspective and, and seeing through your situation through different lenses. And it's funny, I just had a, a call uh, with a client who, who's based in Japan uh, last week. Um, and I actually found myself using these very glasses as an analogy because uh, I have a red frame pair of glasses and then I have these and she currently lives in Japan she would love to move to Europe absolutely that's her thing but she has the belief that you know there's fear basically behind mm. making that change and that she you know if it doesn't work out then what mm. so I was really I suppose sharing the the analogy of what would what would it look like if you changed your perspective from one of fear-based and looking at all of the risks involved to changing your frames to an adventurous outlook sure. so moving from what's the worst thing that could happen to actually potentially what's the best thing that could yeah. happen because I think yeah. a lot of the time because of our negative bias that we all have because we're survival beings yeah we get trapped in that don't we absolutely and and sometimes 
that's that's one from a personal outlook perspective, but you can be influenced into this as well. And I'll give you an example, which mm. I'm really currently dealing with at the moment um, with, a, with a company um, and um, also it's a shifting of mindsets is that let's, the, this net, net zero factor that's coming in and how it's impacting people's mental health. Mm. And now there's one aspect that everyone is driving to a state which is the two uh, net zero 230. However, it's communicated out of a fear base of the, the destruction of the world and moving. F- and so it's impacting people's um, anxiety levels because they're nothing. Wow. If that happens by 230, we're in trouble. Mm-hmm. So it's a fear-based basis. So it's a negative base to something positively you want to make change on. Mm-hmm. So we possibly want to change the environment and the, sorry, possibly want to change the way we deal with our environment mm-hmm. for a positive outcome mm-hmm. to save the planet. Mm-hmm. Yet we're doing it out of pushing the fear buttons and the guilt and the, um, you know, corporate's consequences of their, of their businesses and their and I think that we actually busy working on that concept now as, as, a, as a, a value concept to switch it to a positive basis. Like you've just said now with the glasses with your, with your friend is that mm-hmm. if they're looking at it from a point of a positive mindset, it can stimulate a positive mental health, mm-hmm. which will then stimulate the environmental processes you want to put in place. Mm-hmm. And you'll see it from a positive outlook point of view. So even the big factor that's going on at the moment, which is obviously mental health is bigger at the moment and also the net zero factors, it can just be changed by, we understand what there is, there's change. We want to get a change to make that. We're responsible. Mm-hmm. Yet there's also a planetary change and there's human change in this process. So all three of these, if they just shifted that mindset from that negative to positive, mm-hmm. then, and this is the preparedness. Um, it's dealing with that individual that says, are my kids actually going to be able to touch the sea or is it going to be too polluted? Or are there even going to be whales at the end of the day? Or mm. my mental health, will it drive me to in- impact my family now? Mm. So what it was, was at work, they put three different new bins that you had to use. Mm-hmm. But it made such an impact on my day, it created a fear factor. So the changes are all always happening around us. And depending on how we look at it with what type of mindset, this is why the inspiration from you was to say, be aware of change mm-hmm. because it will come at you. You will take a standpoint. It will be by basis of your mindset, how you react to it. Mm-hmm. But knowing a bit about it will give you that ease of mind to possibly be able to address it positively not necessarily have an anxiety uh, response. Yeah. 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 I, I think it's so powerful, isn't it? Because it just shows if your example that it's how many areas that it touches and that it's not only individual it's collective and I think especially I mean god look just at the pandemic right of and governments and everything it's you know things that are crumbling things that are irrevocably changing and obviously because we are survival you know our evolution is is come from survival that we're constantly scanning for risk um and so it is to and there, you know, this this fascinates me even from like a neurochemical perspective, because even if you take the very essence of creativity, right, of of being creative, uh, and I think it's funny. I speak to a lot of people that go, "Oh, I'm not creative," and I'm like, "No, no, no, everybody is creative." Absolutely. You can basically, it's about having an idea. Like everything that exists right now, somebody thought of and then brought into being, whether that's Uh, a piece of software whether that's a microphone whether that like whatever that is you just Mm. everybody creates something and I think 
energetically speaking, creativity is seeing, following the energy, following the abundant, expansive possibility. And the Mm. curiosity, I think, is a key factor in this. You're either judging right, wrong, good, bad, or you're curious and open. So against that rigidity, with curiosity, you're opening up and go and questioning, is that true? Could something else be true? What is the story I'm telling myself? I think that's also like pretty huge, isn't it? To kind of really lock onto the curious piece. I think the the point there, curiosity, um, you know, that the the term that the curiosity killed the cat top, and I don't want to bring that analogy. (laughs) If you're curious about that change, again, you then are more aware um, and you can go into that more aware. So I love curiosity. I think curiosity and creativity will go hand in hand. Um, And um, it just means your curiosity, you're going to venture into that as against the creativity is when you actually, you know, bringing that creative scenario to life. Yeah. But um, no, I think it's very fundamental in change. And um, I love that actually that point on curiosity because it would be the type of mindset you would have if you were interested in seeing what that change is about prior to it happening. Mm. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I like that. There, and there'll be many influences. Um, and I think the more we all realize that the influences can and will change that perspective, mm. you know, the better. I think yeah. It will. yeah. I suppose it's it's ultimately... And I mean, I'm a huge advocate of, you know, you talk about mental health as well, of that curiosity in yourself and knowing Mm. yourself at a deeper level, you know, again, you know, speaking to people about their changes, a lot of the people I've spoken to have talked about changes that have taken them through a dark night of the soul, right? At the time, something that actually felt was very painful or, you know, included loss or massive change. Mm-hmm. But actually, I think the theme out of all of this is that it's probably that the harder changes had the greatest impact. Most impact, yeah, yeah. We, is that something that you that you found in your life? Yeah, I think you know you don't want to you know you don't want to promote that people need to go through a hard time yeah. in their life to be able to learn about change. But I would definitely say that the outcomes of the person that embraced change will the person who embraced change will get the most value out of it. Mm. And that's again, the mindset that you have. So if you had a mindset, so again, it comes back to had I known possibly what that was in somebody else's life, I could apply a process after it happened to me yes. so that I would get through it and learn more about it. Mm. As against something's happened to me and now it's, a, you know, I'm the victim of this change. Mm-hmm. And that's a very different approach to saying, well, I was curious beforehand. I had heard and seen and, I'd felt what it could mean to, and then it happened to me, would you'd have a totally different outlook. And mm-hmm. I think your how you handle that moving forward also would be would be influenced. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I, I do see that um, by knowing a little bit more and, and sharing. I think that the sharing of change, if people shared what changed them in their day, what really changed them, you know what really made them mm-hmm. talk differently or walk mm-hmm. differently yeah. or share differently or mm-hmm. their partner said, wow, that really and then, you know, sometimes the people around you closest to you will see that change. Or you yeah. just think you're moving on forward. Yeah. So hear it from where it comes from. Mm. It might be your kids that tell you, well, oh, dad, mm. you've changed. And yeah. you value that. Or it might just be a, a, a partner. And so I think hearing it and embracing it with a curious, with a curious mind definitely mm. is, 
a, a lovely tool <laughs> I could love to share with everybody. Yeah. And the real truth in this, you just have to ask the very person you sit down and have a coffee with next and ask the simple question, what changed really changed you and were you prepared for it? So that would yeah. be how you gather them. You just get these classics. Like you, and, and the more you chat to everybody, mm. the more you hear, was well, that wow, that really did change you. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And and how much richer those conversations are from, you know, talking about the weather or gossiping about things that don't matter. Let's like really find out about how people take yeah. and actually you mm. might learn something. It's that absolutely. curiosity again. And and I always think that the more curious we are the less likely we are to be judgmental. And I think it's a muscle that can be strengthened in being more curious, allows us to be more open. And then you end up learning more. And then that's, that's for me, that's the juice of life, right? That's kind of the... And so many people want to share. We're social beings. So we do want to share. And and often a lot of, if I look at it from a a more of a treatment perspective or a, a social mental health type perspective, a lot of people use that as therapy to share. So it's definitely used therapeutically as a point of, let me share and tell you what happened in my day, Mm. what could be a consequence and how you would want to handle it moving forward. So again, it is that. So it's quite good to actually know more about these changes. So um, that was the inspiration that that I had when first started. I'm so impressed and so chuffed that you picked up on the the concept of moving forward. Because I think the more people that share these changes, the more people know about it, the more people will be empowered to be and adapt to. Yes. the consequences in their day totally totally because it is that whole ripple effect of if we can shift people something you said earlier that I just want to touch upon because I said it to somebody I was coaching the other day and and she picked up on it and lots of people have probably heard it before but you basically have a stimulus and a response Mm -hmm. and it's remembering that there is space between the two so Mm -hmm. the more aware we can be the more present in the moment we can be then yeah. we don't have to be reactive. We can yeah. actually kind of, you know, perceive that, okay, I am, you know, feeling something from something that's happened or from something that somebody's told me. And I'm going to go into curiosity as opposed to reactivity. And I think that's where the gold is of helping people become more aware. Because yeah. then to your point, you can choose, okay, a change is happening. I have multiple choices how I'm going to respond to this change. I don't have to be governed by my unconscious mind that could very much be a fear place. And I'm just going to be very defensive or, you know, react in a certain way, but instead catch yourself and almost observe yourself Mm. and kind of think, oh, that's interesting. That's made me excited or that's brought fear in oh I wonder why that is and then you can start to kind of learn right and evolve through that process absolutely and you give yourself I think a little more time either side whether it be pre-change or post-change you give yourself all you're doing is giving yourself more time if it's Mm. pre and post you've given yourself double the time yes and it's only been post you've only dealing with that post effect so if you have had some form of exposure or you've been curious about it or you've Mm. just looked into something like that or you've witnessed it through a share Mm. you've got you've got double the time on it, it, it you've it makes sense that you've got more time to deal with the change because you've mm. been dealing with it for longer than you think yeah. um so you've, mm. you've you've got that expansion on which is required when you have those moments that if yeah. they change comes you need that time sometimes people say stop give it some time and let things develop it's often what you hear people saying yeah and sometimes the change is too shocking because i wasn't mm. prepared for it and this is why we go back to saying 
that awareness and curiosity can help yeah, you. Yeah, no, absolutely. Well, it's, it's, it's to build resilience, isn't it? That it's a practice that you can do to actually strengthen that within you um, yeah. because it's habitual uh, and we're all habitual beings, aren't we? <laughs> so I'm really curious. What would you say, Harvey, is something, what comes up when I ask, what change have you gone through that you reflect upon and you think, yeah, actually, I learned the most through <laughs> this particular change? What comes one, up? Um, I've got a lovely one, um, which for me is, 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 is quite personal, but it was when my daughter was born. Mm. I'll tell you why, because instantly... I just saw the snapshot of 21 years and then I saw beyond 21 was walking down aisle and I suddenly saw all these different events as lineup, which I'd never even thought about beforehand. Even knowing that we were having it and I'd had a son already, when I suddenly, you know, my daughter was born, her name is Gemma, I just suddenly got these and it changed the way I thought from that moment, from that very moment. Oh, <laughs> and wow. it's always been, it was a very positive change. It wasn't something that was traumatic, no. but it definitely made me take heed and then think, wow, okay. And then I was, it was almost a preparatory for the changes that will come and mm. the type of events and days. But it was significant. It was very positive. Um, and today I still see that rolling out now, which is, which is great. And it, it made me think, well, I had seen something of that. And you'd always heard and seen. It's always in your day. But when it really happens, it's, it's, it's going to impact you. And it's, it's emotional. You feel it's, it's mm. um, but very positive. Um, mm. I've, had, I've had various different others that have been... Um, um, positive and negative. Um, I was divorced in 210, which mm. has got an entire new perspective on how you see change, mm. how you reflect back on all those surrounding you on that basis. So there's a, there was a significant point that was in 210, mm -hmm. 2010. Mm -hmm. um, and that also, I didn't realize what that change would mean mm. from every aspect of my life. So there, that's why there is a fundamental point when I really started reflecting on this was in 210. Mm. So that was almost a trigger to take a, a, a good look and prepare for what's coming. Mm. I was like, okay, what are these change of points that are going to be coming up? And I had thought about them before. Mm. I just never taken heat to say, let's look into a little more depth. Yeah. But um, that's where you want to say, right, I need to share this with someone. I've just gone through something and I'd love to share that with somebody. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I love the contrast you've given there because as you rightly say, the change could be a, a, a beautiful, uplifting moment of, you know, a new life being born into this world, yeah. uh, which, you know, it, I mean, that's just so beautiful of just having almost that future, like all of those future moments that are going to drive you and fill you up and, and just be so expansive and beautiful. And then that versus a change that potentially is, is painful. Um, you know, I, I follow... Um, uh, there's a there's a guy who uh, is a Canadian coach and he specializes in relationship coaching. Um, Mark Groves, Create the Love, if anyone's uh, curious, I'm going to add the link in the show notes. And interestingly, he often talks about culturally that, you know, that the shame surrounded by divorce, which is kind of almost, oh, you've, you know, a relationship has failed. And he talked on one of his, pod his podcasts and it just hit me and I just thought he's so right said we should be uh, inviting uh, people who've ended relationships to share their story so we can learn from them, not shun them out of society, but instead say, right, so that broke down. Let's look at why that is. What did you learn about yourself? And, and actually share that with other people. Um, mm. Because 
I remember like, you know, when I got divorced, uh, there was a huge amount of shame because nobody really walks down the aisle thinking, oh, well, this might last, but it might not. You want yeah. it to last. And when it doesn't, you do reflect on what could have changed, what could have been different. But I think the old way of seeing relationships that we celebrate through anniversary, the length of them, we don't necessarily celebrate the depth of them. Yeah. And it's not really, it shouldn't really be a prize that you win for like, oh, 50 years together, but for a good 30 years, you hated each other's guts. What's the point? (laughs) (laughs) Do you know what I mean? So I guess that's, you know, that what's your take on obviously that was something that maybe was quite a change in your life yeah where yeah. do you sit then it, with relationship really change that really helped with me with also talking to other people in their relationships it definitely made me reflect on you know what went down in that period of time what changed and you can certainly look at the change points and they were clear as day if anyone is really truthful in looking at the relationship looking backwards on it they'll see where there's certain points um and you know two people are different and you will see that they're also going on a change journey. So one of the points that I'd really liked that I really wanted to make come out of this entire process, you and I have been on this journey was that be aware that there'll be change in your partner as well. Mm, yes. That I found was something really that it might change for me. Therefore it was not compatible. And I'm not saying I'm not promoting that because I've used my instance of divorce to really help others in marriage and and it's you know really got positively positive outcomes as well and mm. um mm. i'm really great to share that what i've been through so that they're possibly more aware of that yes um so i think it was that was that i realized hang on a second it's not just internalized as in myself that change will come at me but there's change coming at somebody else mm. that in in fact will actually change my day so somebody else's change is going to impact mine mm. And that's also the relational component of, um, and I try and impart some of that info to my kids as well to say, just know that not only are you changing, but your partner could also be changing as well. Yeah, which changes the dynamic. Um, And I think it, and then then moving, choosing to move apart doesn't have to be a terrible thing. It can be a very conscious thing of actually, you know what, we want different things or we are no longer compatible. We were and now we're not. And that's okay. Mm. Rather than demonizing. Has it changed my mindset about the institution of marriage? Uh, No, because I still love it. Mm. (laughs) Fantastic. Mm. But there'll there'll definitely be things that I would do differently. Yeah. And and I would even prompt the conversation of change, even with, you know, when I do intend to partner again. Mm. and um so from that perspective yeah um, it's something to really look forward to and and mm. see that change in the other person as well that they too enjoy their change you know yes it's, it's i think it's growing together it's back on you know and i'll i'll share links about mark groves but he talks about relationship being you know moving away from codependent which is mm. when you put your keys of happiness in somebody else's pocket and sometimes they become you know your reason or you know it's their job to make you happy which should really never be into that place of actually interdependence of mm. yes my happiness is is my responsibility and your happiness is your responsibility but how do we help each other grow and yeah. actually it's that mutual love and respect that it's like actually even if we grow apart your growth is important to me mm-hmm. as is my growth as opposed to well, I want you to stay exactly the same since the day I like you to walk down the aisle with you. That's unachievable, really. That's not that's rigidity again, isn't it? As opposed to, well, of course we're going to change because we're designed to change. 
And I think the, the word that you've used a few seconds ago was grow apart. I don't really think it's a grow apart because you don't want that to happen. It's mm. actually you've got to change. So those changes are happening. Yeah. But if you both, if if you can, you, you mentioned the, the typical synaptic type process with a stimulus and response. There's, there's a synaptic cavus there, like a um, gap, mm. which you can still cross and it can still be linked. Yeah. Got oh, to yeah. be. Ready for that nerve to fire, it's got to be. So you can still keep it, doesn't have to be a growth apart. Just know that it could be different on either side. Yes. And certain changes could affect it slightly differently. But yeah. Uh, totally think that that can work in any relationship if you understand 100% and I think it's back to you know because we all see things through our own lens Mm. so the way we're perceiving a situation will be all backed by our experience our beliefs all the rest of it and your partner's is going to be totally different to yours and Mm -hmm. I think you know I would certainly go back to my past self in my relationship and you know be more communicative in terms of right okay let's hear each other as opposed you know to not hearing each other (laughs) um which you know drives indifference and drives separation as opposed to that togetherness so yeah I mean and and let's face it right our existence as humans is it's about relating to ourselves relating to our environment and relating to everybody that we meet in our lives and I think there is power in yes knowing more about yourself but power in being curious to kind of go ah I I don't know this person I would you know I'm curious I'm open I'm not gonna you know because sometimes we say never judge a book by its cover right um actually um be able to kind of go oh I'm gonna engage in conversation I'm gonna ask somebody about their change experience and see what happens and then it's this beautiful co-creative space absolutely yeah so oh change together what they say change together absolutely well i have hugely enjoyed this conversation harvey thank you so much um for for sharing your perspectives your stories um and yeah i i just can't wait um to really have more people share their stories absolutely Um, it's been wonderful um I'm inspired that there's others that would take it forward as well, like you have, which is really, really encouraging. And uh, yeah, I look forward to hearing and seeing some of the stories as, as they get published or shared or however we move that forward in the future. But I'm really excited about it and uh, really inspired to keep on the conversation. Absolutely. Fantastic. Thank you very much. It's been wonderful. You're, yeah, thank you. Thanks again for taking the time to listen to the How Change Changes You podcast. I really do appreciate it. I would love to know what takeaways you received from today's episode. What resonated with you? How has it made you think about your own change story differently? How could asking yourself some of the questions posed in this episode help you shift your perspective to a more empowering one? If you enjoyed this podcast, be sure to give it a five-star rating and leave a comment. It really does make a world of difference and puts it in the hands of people who really do need help with navigating the waves of change. Do you have a change story that you would love to share? If so, drop me an email at christina at authenticactioncoaching.com. I look forward to hearing from you.